Welcome to the world's first Straight Talk SolarCast. This is your go-to podcast for answers about solar. Brought to you by Solar Harmonics in Northern California, who invite their customers to own their energy by purchasing a solar panel system for their home, business, or farm. Each episode, we discuss questions facing people making the decision to go solar. The solutions to your questions are given to you straight by one of the leading experts in the solar industry, Jamie Duran, president of Solar Harmonics. Feel free to search our library for answers to questions that you're facing when considering solar. And now, here's Adam Duran, our host with the questions, and Jamie Duran, our solar expert with Straight Talk SolarCast. Hello, 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 Jamie. Hello, Adam. All right. How's everything going today? Oh, it's going good. Uh, all kinds of craziness going on. But I first just wanted to thank our listeners. Uh, holy cow. We're getting such amazing feedback this week on the podcast. It's, uh, it's fantastic. All right. I like to see those numbers climbing. That's great. Yeah, I can't believe that. But it, I mean, we're it's we actually even saved a client uh, from entering into I think either twenty five or thirty five year solar lease. <laughs> thirty five years. <laughs> five years. Oof. Was that with Rumpelstiltskin as the solar <laughs> company? I want your firstborn too. Wow. I don't know, but it's it's getting nuts out there. These so we are we are literally saving people from themselves, <laughs> saving people from from going into really bad agreements or making really bad choices. Uh, and, you know, one customer put it to me that this is probably maybe the second or third biggest purchase that someone can make that has to do with their house. And so, oh yeah, you know, this is something that lasts for 30 years or more. So uh, making the right choice is uh, it's, it's definitely worth doing the research. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, <laughs> 35 years i didn't know they would go up that high wow i didn't know that solar panels were even warranty for that high so it's uh um i don't i don't know the uh the reasoning but uh that person was almost going to sign up for 35 years so that's gotta be against that's gotta be against some kind of solar rule like some kind of home improvement rule no no (laughs) i don't (laughs) i don't know i haven't heard of these uh, super long solar leases Oh my God! We did talk about the Solar Consumer Protection Guide, right? Podcast, and that just it has people uh, have their you know just has to make sure that the, this person is aware that you know in the future it could make selling your home way more difficult that you mm-hmm. are forfeiting the thirty percent tax credit and all this other stuff that you know seems pretty you know the things that I take for granted that it seemed like no brainers are still really being pushed out there and it's. Uh, it's um i'm glad i'm glad to get the the feedback from our our listeners that uh, mm-hmm. our podcast is actually helping oh yeah that's i i see those comments and i see those messages and uh from not just from customers but like other solar installers and salespeople going oh i'm so glad i didn't choose a place to work for that does leasing because then they they can go to sleep at night yes and plenty more that's for sure yeah, but that's great um <clears throat> this week, I, I wanted to talk about our, mm. our our best friends and our worst enemies over at PG&E. Oh, okay. They're certainly our best friends because they, they really make it easy to uh, sell solar. Yep. But we've noticed <clears throat> just in this last couple of weeks that kind of the, the mindset of our client has changed. And that's all thanks to PG&E. Mm. 
And what I what mean, do you mean by that, yeah, <laughs> is that in the past, you know, when we're when we're going through the solar process with a client, most of their questions are financial. They want to know how much is the system going to save, you know, kind of what are the benefits of going solar. But it's yeah. really more of a financial decision that we're reducing their electricity costs going forward. Mm-hmm. Well, um, last week, uh, probably people know that PG&E uh, intentionally cut the power of 900,000 of their clients mm-hmm. all at the same time. And when that happens, <laughs> oh, that, uh, that really makes you realize how important electricity is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you have a freezer, it runs on electricity. If you have a well and it runs on a pump, <laughs> that is, uh, you know, that runs on electricity. And if without, you know, that you don't have any, you don't have any water and you don't have <laughs> you any power. Um, and I mean, there's a, it seems like the, there's so many things that we depend on electricity for mm-hmm. that it really stuck in the mind of a lot of these clients is, okay, well, if PG&E is going to do this intentionally for thousands, hundreds of thousands of people at one time, um, maybe they're not as reliable as I once thought, and mm-hmm. maybe I need to plan for that. And so we've been looking at different options and okay. we've been, you know, looking at, uh, uh backup generators. And they are intended for, you know, not 60,000 people losing power at one time mm-hmm. when they're pulling natural gas out of the source and demand goes from, let's just say, 20,000 therms to 3 million therms <laughs> in an instant. There's uh-huh. just not enough gas coming through the lines to supply. Uh-huh. Everything. So okay, I got it. Yeah, and the generators are not, it's, they're not sophisticated enough to shut off when the gas stops so they start they keep churning and you know they're an engine and so they just keep running without gas and it can do some damage to the generator so oh. not a great option there <laughs> so is that what uh some you saw happening that in an instant all of those gas power generators said <gasps> big suction yep. noise came and they said we need gas and then they all just failed because of it I wouldn't say all failed, but I mean, that, we definitely saw that. And it's, uh, it, oh, no. and then if you, you know, in, in that area, if you have say three generator technicians and they're used to getting two or three calls a week and it goes to 60,000 calls it, immediately, <laughs> oh uh, nothing they can do. Yeah. It's really brutal. Uh, so now, you know, we're looking at these portable uh, battery powers uh, where it's kind of, you plug them into the wall. Mm-hmm. They charge up over a certain amount of time. And then when the power fails, the ja- the batteries kick on. And we're looking strongly at those. The more we investigated, the more we're seeing that these are still kind of in the experimental phase. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not, not a great thing to let the customer know if they're going to be investing, you know, another $10,000 that Yikes. it's got to be proven. So we kind of put that one on hold. And in previous podcasts, I've been not uh, not in favor of batteries right. for solar, mm-hmm. uh, just because they're so expensive. But uh, when the utility <laughs> cuts power intentionally for hundreds of thousands of people, they need to have something. And mm. so, this the batteries seem to be kind of the best of the bad options. Uh, they are expensive. <sighs> yeah, and ten kilowatt hours is about the size of these backup batteries, which is enough to run a refrigerator, uh, you know, home internet, and maybe a few lights. And it is not enough to run 
everything that people are expecting and they only discharge at five kilowatts. So it's not a, a whole lot of power to, that it can supply mm -hmm. uh, at one time. The nice thing is that with solar though, they are charging up throughout the day and it should be enough power to get people through the night and the daytime, especially during the summer, fall, but in the winter, oh, when boy. go really low, it's gonna be really challenging. And so uh, we are recommending now with every one of our solar projects, one battery, probably two is what people need now. So oof, ah, is, is uh, you know, solar was, you know, it wasn't a, a want or, I mean, it was a want, it wasn't a need. Uh, with pg e cutting the power like this, it is becoming a need. Yeah. Uh, and I was just talking to a, uh, a mortgage guy uh, who is now uh, seeing the light <laughs> because, but he's really seeing is how much additional value does a solar panel system now add thanks to mm -hmm. PG&E because if it goes from a want to a need, if you buy a house that doesn't have it, that means you are exposed. And so, uh, like I said, the, the PG&E power outage, they, I don't even think they envisioned how much this is going to change uh, the, the landscape, but uh, and we thank them. It's because yeah. <laughs> our phones are ringing. My phone has been ringing three times uh, since we've been in the last eight minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. So, great. Uh, we can, yeah, I mean, it's great for solar. And that means solar is going to, you know, there's no end uh, for solar. Um, so I have a tangential anyway. question then. Okay. Uh, what about windmills? Like a, a there's got to be like a house windmill. No. It is. Um, it's just wind is pretty fickle. Mm -hmm. um, you need a minimum of 15 to 18 hour, uh, miles per hour consistently for it to generate enough wind power to make it worth it. So um, we we really favor solar because in California yeah. we live in solar heaven. We know. Right. You're gonna have 300 sunny days a year minimum, and that is a lot of sun. With the wind, eh, you know, it can wind <laughs> can wind can come and go, right? But uh, we definitely know, except on the coast, where it is certainly windy enough to uh, run wind turbines. But, wow, this is you know you're trying to see which like horse is going to be able to run in this race. <laughs> Goodness, it's a uh, it. I, I, Somebody's got to come up with a better battery is my, is my thing. But uh, right now, if somebody is desperate, you know, unfortunately, if they're desperate, they, we, we can do batteries with solar and that would provide enough power for them to uh, somewhat stay uh, living. It's not a perfect solution, even with two batteries. So running air conditioning or running a hot tub or something like that is going to be really, uh, you know, a super luxury. <laughs> then. I I, 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 like, so now the precedent has been set. This precedent means next year it's going to happen again. It'll happen probably at least twice next year just because of the, now it happened once. So we can expect this, uh, I think, next year, probably twice, two different weeks. Uh, and then in California, especially Northern California, uh, and then it'll happen again. I mean, I can't. Uh, the liability, I guess, exposure is so large that PG&E can, they just, okay, <laughs> turn it all off. That's, that's what they're, I guess, their thinking is. I, I agree. And it's, uh, it is certainly PG&E letting uh, everyone know who is in charge. Yeah. Uh, you know, people can go two days, really, without power. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
four days, uh, they're now they've lost everything in their freezer. Yes. Um, yeah. You know, five, six days, they've lost everything in the refrigerator. And then um, seven, eight days, now it's getting bad. <laughs> um, well, it's not just days. homes. It's not just homes, though. It's also I, businesses, supermarkets. I mean, it's restaurants. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Centers of food. Uh, where do you go? And PG&E's advice is go to an area that does have power. So, um, you know, sending 900,000 people. Uh, and a lot of these people are on, you know, life, <laughs> you know, the, the breathing apparatus and CPAP machines mm-hmm. and all these things that run on electricity that if they don't have them, they are in major trouble. So, yeah, um, it's uh, it, like I said, it, solar and batteries are going from, eh, it'd be nice to have and reduce my, my overall cost of uh, living to now, oh my God, I could be without power and I need to, yeah, I need power. <laughs> I right. need electricity. Yeah. So, um, we, I think this is going to be, uh, like I said, a, a big, biggest game changer in solar history. Wow. Happened last week. Yeah. Oh boy. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a great title of the podcast. Oh right. my God. Biggest yeah. game changer in solar history. Yeah. Yeah. Courtesy. Yep. Courtesy and, of our uh, friends at PGE. <laughs> well, yeah, it's uh it's it's a mess. It's a mm. mess. But um the good news is if people do go solar with uh one or two batteries, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's uh light at the end of the tunnel. But um but yeah, comparing that to because uh, people right now when they go solar, they're comparing what am I paying now to mm-hmm. what I would save. And right. now it's going to be, well, what will it cost me if I lose my power for two days, four yeah. days, seven days, 14 days? If, it, if the power went out for 14 days, uh, we'd have the zombie apocalypse. Oh. And people would be yeah. breaking, down, <laughs> breaking down doors and rioting and uh, so forth. So, I mean, we're two weeks away from that, which is pretty frightening. Yeah, my, my kids do get like that after a day of no phone use. Oh, my God. That's not even talk about the kids in there. Ah! Oh, my God. I can't. Charge. I need a solar charger for my phone. Uh, oh, sounds so, like what? another arm of solar harmonics is just. No, no. Crazy. I want to get the one that you run in place and that charges up. <laughs> one of those old swim bikes. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You got a little turbine on there. But yeah, I was, that would be very funny to get a, a run in place that charges up the, the phone charger. <laughs> the phone wow. I, I, I think everyone's going to be like me after this podcast. Go right to Amazon. Search for a solar batter, solar power charged or what? Solar. <laughs> Do you find charger. something better than uh, the solar edge <laughs> plus uh, LG chem uh, 10 kilowatt battery? Let me know. But uh, from everything I'm seeing. That is the most reliable system, mm-hmm. and uh, holy macaroni, it's it's going to be. Uh, unfortunately, I think it's going to be standard operating equipment. Um, solar is supposed to, is required on new homes starting January first, twenty twenty. I would not be surprised within three years that solar plus battery will be required on every home. Um, wow. Yeah. Luckily, Ooh. we're a first world country. Or wait, is this a <laughs> hashtag first world problem? One of those things. It is. This is the, the first world problem because we're so used to electricity and turning on the light switch, not caring where that power came from, whether it was solar, hydroelectric, or nuclear. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, um, none of that matters now because PG&E can just decide to turn off the power 
for 900,000 people. Wow. That's like, uh, what's a city? Like city of San Jose <laughs> getting turned off all at once for wow. you know several days. I think it was three or four days in some areas and it caused major trouble. We got to get Andrew Yang on this one. Come on. He's got a solution. Mm. I guess it's <laughs> just more batteries. Possibly. Uh, Possibly. I don't know. <laughs> All right. I'll call him up, see if we can get him on the next week's podcast. That would be great. I would love to have any of these candidates and talk about their, uh, their, their plan. And uh, <laughs> even Governor Newsom, I'd love to get on his or have him on the show. And we can Me too. Discuss discuss what is going to happen when he is the governor of the zombie apocalypse so well first step look like batman that's how you get elected <laughs> i think he's he's amazing look oh, all right <laughs> look like batman wow okay. he, anyway uh i guess we're gonna wrap okay. it up there yep that okay? that's a good spot there's a all nice right. long podcast to severely depress everyone Thank good you. news is solar is the hope solar harmonics and solar uh with batteries that's what we're okay. gonna need at least for now. <laughs> All right. We're going to end it on that point. Then uh, please uh, follow us on Facebook. Send us your questions, comments, concerns through Facebook. Uh, if you want to give us a five-star rating on iTunes, that would be awesome. We'll give you a virtual high five uh, yeah. for that and a fist bump as well. So thanks a lot, Jamie. Have a great day. All right. See you next week. That's all for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Straight Talk SolarCast with solar expert Jamie Duran. Join us each week for more answers to your solar questions. Speaking of questions, got some? Email us at solarcast at solarharmonics.com and we'll be sure to give you an answer in an upcoming episode. This episode of Straight Talk SolarCast is brought to you by Solar Harmonics, the leading solar energy developer in Northern California, who invite you to own your energy. Visit them on the web at www.solarharmonics.com.